The last time I saw my dad on this earth was watching him walk across the parking lot of this church and get in his pickup truck. It was the mo- where the modified youth are now. Looking out that east door, I had just introduced him to Leroy Blankenship. And him and Leroy stood there and talked. Leroy is a preacher, singer from the state of Washington. And they talked, and I just had an over, I don't know, I knew I was supposed to do that. And uh, I just watched Dad as he walked across the parking lot and got in his truck. That's really what this sermon's about today, tracing. You'll find out something about this word that perhaps you hadn't known before. But trying to walk in his footsteps has both been a challenge and a blessing for me because uh, my dad was one of those guys that cast a big shadow and had big footprints to be able to follow in. The last night of kids camp, and I'd never thought of this before. Of course, I had about dad, but I never thought of this with mom. And it just seemed like to me the Holy Spirit just brought all this together as was there in the song service. And by the way, the modified youth, they modified youth united. They did an awesome job. They did. They, they done better than most churches have got on Sunday morning. Uh, they did an awesome job. They did. Last time I saw my dad was walking out of this east door across this parking lot. The last time I saw my mom was walking out my east door of my house. And I just got through talking to her about what her Christmas present was going to be. It's hard for me to keep a secret. (laughs) And then, east door, east door, and then it's just like the Spirit of God just, just, just dropped this on me. But there are 12 gates in heaven. And on that day when I show up in heaven, I believe that my mom and my dad will be there at that east door waiting for me to get there. Tracing. Following after a pattern. Go in your Bibles to the book of Psalms, chapter number 18, verse number 33. 18, 33. He makes my feet like hinds feet and sets me upon my high places. Lord, take the words that we will speak here this morning, and I am believing, God, that it's going to be truly a help 
to everyone that will receive it, ingest it within their own life. In Jesus' name, amen. In 2 Samuel chapter 22, verse 34, are these words. He makes my feet like hind's feet. He sets me upon my high places. In the book of Habakkuk chapter 3, verse 19, are these words. He makes my feet like hind's feet and sets me upon my high places. Has it ever occurred to you that nothing has ever occurred to God? God didn't say, when it got around to writing Habakkuk, he didn't say, oh, no, wait a minute, I've already mentioned that twice. No sense in mentioning that again the third time. No. There was a definite, definite reason for God to go over this, not once, not twice, but three times. Hind's feet and what David had in mind were mountain goats, the ibex, to where when they climb a mountain, and you can, you can Google this, I might add, and watch this on the Internet, to where when they're climbing higher, what happens is, and you can watch this, and it is perfect in what they're doing. The back feet land where the front feet had been, precisely. And there are, whether it's the mountain goat, there are uh, some horses that they try to train to do this. There are uh, the ibex that does this. It don't matter if you're going to be in the valley. It don't matter. You don't have to do this. But the moment you try to climb higher, it is a must. Or you won't be able to climb higher. The back feet are going where the front feet have already been. Not the other way around. Now, we've got a back row of seats in this church, and there's a reason why. We want people to sit in them. But as pastor of this church, it always concerns me when there are people that at one time had been sitting in the front seat, and now they've migrated to the back seat. That's not tracing. That's the opposite. The opposite is where your front feet had been, the back feet are following up, and they're getting there exactly at the right and the same place. Tracing is follow through. Stand up on your two hind feet. How many of you ever heard that before? I'm the only, no, me and dad... Few other, few other. All right, all right. Truth coming out. People with no hair raising their hands. <laughs> Stand up on your two hind feet. Where this came through is very biblical. It came right here from the Bible. Follow through. Tracing is follow through. Everything I've ever started and this church has ever started, I have wanted to quit. At one time, I wanted to quit being the pastor of Orchardville Church. 
Every time that we've done something, whether it's the branches, whether it's a branch over at Fairfield, I've wanted to quit. Whether it's a branch at Centralia, there's been a time when quit looked really good. I tell the deacons and the finance team, this is what's on my mind. Let's do it. Let's go for it. And I'll tell you, this, this church has the best deacons and finance team in the land. We do. Come on, clap like you mean it or don't clap at all. There you go. But I'll tell the deacons and the finance team, this is what I feel like that this church ought to do. And it never fails. It never fails. On my ride home from this, from this church house to my house, it never fails. Somebody gets in the truck with me. Never fails. And he's got a red suit and a pointy tail. And smells like smoke. And he'll ask me this question, did God really tell you to go to Centralia Branch? And my answer is always, well, I, I, I think so. <laughs> did God really tell you to go to Fairfield and have a Fairfield Branch? Well, yeah, I, I, yeah, I kind of think so. You know what I've got to do every time? Every time. I stop my truck, I go around to the passenger side, and I open the door, and I say, get out, smutty face. <laughs> I close the door, I get back in my truck, and drive on home. Are you sure you're supposed to build on top of the 30 by 40 basement? Yeah, I think so. It happens every time. Did God really tell you to build a, a sanctuary that would hold 600 people in Orchardville? And I well, yeah, I, I, I think so. I go through this battle every single time. You know, with the population of Orchardville per capita nationwide with what churches draw from in any given city, there ought to be two people attending this church right here. <laughs> per capita. Two people attending this church. I am not going to doubt in the dark what God has showed me in the light. And what that is, is follow through. Regret is filled with people with no hinds feet. Doubt, that whole valley is filled with people with have no hinds feet. John Mark in the New Testament turned back because he had no hinds feet. Right now, Judas is in hell because he had no hinds feet. And there are some people, when I even think about them, I get embarrassed for them. Because they have no hinds feet, and their famous saying and favorite saying is, well, I'll just quit. I'll just quit. 
If I quit, every time somebody spoke out against me, I would never leave my house. The old mule fell into the empty well, and the farmer didn't know what to do about it, so he just decided to throw trash on it. And he got all of his trash and threw it on the mule. And the mule looked up, and the trash is coming down, and the mule just shakes it off, and he just stamps it under his feet. And the farmer said, well, that's the neatest thing i ever seen. And he started calling all of his farmer buddies. Hey, bring your trash over. And they brought all of their trash over, and we throw it on top of the mule. And the mule just shake it off, and he'd just smash it down and rise up a little bit higher. He's called all the farmers in the county, and they're bringing their trash over and throwing it in the well, and the mule, he's just shaking it off and, and smashing it down and rising a little bit higher. And then all these emails started coming on top of it. He just started shaking them off and smashing them down and rising a little bit higher. And then people were Facebooking him, and he just shook it off and smashed it down and just rose up a little bit higher. Whether, you, whether it's in your family or not in your family or somebody you work with, there's always going to be people that's willing to throw junk and trash on top of you. You can either go home and never leave your house or else you can shake that off, smash that down, and rise a little bit higher. That's what I choose to do. I'm going to rise a little bit higher, and I'm going to do that by tracing. Again, if I'm content to stay in the valley, you don't ever need to do that. You don't ever need to trace. But the moment you start climbing, those back feet need to be, need to be stepping right in where those front feet had already been. And when you can do that, you can go to heights that people will never believe. He makes my feet like hinds feet and sets me upon my high places. God intends me to reach a destination that I assure you I haven't got there yet. But God's saying, you can do that. You can do that. Thank you. In 1988, I said we're going to have 100 people in Orchardville Church. And I started taking steps toward that. Here's what my grandma Dorothy told me here a while back. You brag too much. <laughs> I brag on what faith in God can do. That's what I do. That's what I do. I can stay down in the valley and in the mully grubs and say, well, that preacher, he don't like me no more, and I just don't know what to do, and I know he'd like me if we had five people in the church, but, you know, I don't care. Well, isn't that an attitude? <laughs> Misery loves company. And he's miserable and wants everybody else to be miserable. I don't care what he says. I'm going to continue on what I know God wants for this church. you got to go forward. I'm tired of people saying that God is leading me back. God's leading me backward. God leads me. No, no, no. God leads us forward. Rick Stratton, 15 years ago, preached this at Orchardville Church, and I said, can I have that? And he said, you most certainly can. Rick Stratton preached at Orchardville Church, the plan of God. I have and know the plan of God for Orchardville Church. 
And here's what he preached. Page number one. Go forward. Next page. Go forward. Next page. Go forward. Next page. Go forward. Final page. Anybody? There it is. Go forward. What are we as a church supposed to do? Backward? No. Look at what Lot's wife done and follow her suit and look back? No. Look around in fear and, and, and discouragement and, and just an intrepidation and not know. No. We are to go forward. As a church, we are to go forward. And again, I'm not going to let the dictates of another church or another pastor determine what Orchardville Church is going to do. We're going to go forward. I could say, God is leading me to Tulsa. Okay, he's got family in Tulsa. And then I could be there for six months, and then I could say, God's leading me back to Orchardville. Then I could be there a while. And then I could say, God is leading me back to Tulsa. And I could be there a while. And then I could say, God's leading me back to Orchardville. You know what? I don't think God jerks you around like that. I think God leads you forward, not backward. See, there's no kind of follow through in that kind of milk toast, willy nilly life. People with hinds feet finish what they start. That's what they do. Mountain goat traces when he's climbing higher. The back feet hit exactly where the front feet have been. And again, if you're content to remain in the valley, you'll never need hinds feet. Just walk around. Walk around like Mr. Magoo. Their Old Testament, there were two and a half tribes that didn't have hinds feet. They wasn't willing to cross over the Jordan River. No hinds feet, no follow through. More people succeed because of follow through than being dynamic, than being gifted, than being talented, or being beautiful. Those with hinds feet will begin praying and they will continue praying. Those with hinds feet will start tithing and they will continue tithing. Those with, that's why every Sunday morning you see me, I'm the first one to put that tithe check into the offering bag. And guess what? Every time I am here, I'm going to be the first one to put that offering in that tithe check. And it won't be here me doing it this week. And maybe three weeks down the road, I'm not doing it. No, every week I'm here, I'm to be the first one to do it and I'm not going to willy-nilly think well it didn't happen it didn't really work out real good and you know I still have I still have well, I got all these bills and I paid tithe and you know maybe this doesn't work and no 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 I got hinds feet I keep following through I keep following through I keep following through preacher it's too difficult preacher It's too stressful. I think I'll just quit. If you want to quit something, quit being a sissy. How about that? How about that? How about that? 
How about that? Am I preaching truth right now, or am I preaching something that, well, I don't know if I like that or not. Gosh. Yeah. The recipe for failure is for you to start and not finish. Recipe for failure in your whole life. Well, I used to teach, but I don't teach anymore. Recipe for failure. I used to do something for God, but I'm not doing it anymore. Recipe for failure. That shows that there's no hind feet within your life. Stand up on your two hind feet. You've heard it today. Young people, let me tell you something right now that you're going to find hard to imagine. Wait a minute. One of these days, let me look this way. One of these days, you're going to thank God for me. The hardest preacher pastor that I ever had was Don George. I just thought he picked on me. He makes me do stuff that he don't want to do, and he's just picking on me. And that is Bible. Elisha had a servant by the name of Gehazi, and at one time an old woman was coming up to talk to him, and what did Elisha do? He sent out Gehazi to go talk to her. He didn't want to. So preachers done this for years. Not just, not just Don George. You know, right now, I look back on that guy. I learned more from him than I did any pastor I ever had. Mrs. Esman, my fifth grade teacher. I shouldn't say it, but I'm going to. Us kids called her Witch Hazel. Her name was Hazel Esman. And my mom always said, Mark, you learn more from Mrs. Esman than you did any other teacher. She was a tough one on us. But I learned more from her than anybody else. Oh, that preacher's always telling us kids to listen and, and babies can't be crying. And oh, I just don't like that at all. Years later, you'll thank God for me. I say that in faith. I'm just gotta, I just got to believe that. Cain and Abel. Abel has hinds feet. He listened and obeyed what God said. Cain didn't. And you know what I got to wonder? I wonder if Cain thought, I'm not going to sacrifice an animal. I'm not going to shed blood. I'm too refined for that. See, the very thing that he knew that he should do and he refused to do that because he was too refined, this is the same guy that killed his own brother and shed his brother's blood. But he wasn't willing, wasn't willing to do what God said, but willing to kill his own brother. Wow. 
Wow. No hinds feet, no follow through with what God had told him. I wonder, I wonder. Let me word it this way. I wonder if I was the enemy, what I would try to tell all you people. I think I would tell you, don't go to Orchardville Church. And if that didn't work, I think if I was the enemy, I'd tell you, don't listen to the sermon. And if that didn't work, I think I'd tell you, don't think about that sermon this week. And if that didn't work, I think I would tell you, well, this sermon, it's not for me, it's for somebody else. Sure sign of being a Pharisee <laughs> is that statement right there. It's not for me, that's for somebody else. Follow through. Hind's feet. Tracing. That's what King David was talking about. There are certain animals that trace. That back feet go right where the front feet were. And it creates the momentum and the ability to go higher and higher and higher. And if you're content where you're at, and you don't want to go higher, you don't want to be used of God, you don't want to try to win your neighbor, you just stay right there in the valley Moan and groan about how everybody's done you wrong. And live your life like that and how pathetic that is. When God wants us to go up higher. To go up a little bit higher. To have follow through. To go forward. What's the first page we're supposed to do? What's the next page say? What's the page after that say? And after that? And the very last page will say? That's right. You know, for me to think in pastoring that there's finally going to be a place to where the church is going to be the size to where others can do it and I'll just kind of just float by and just kind of coast. You know what? That'll never happen because God never wants that to happen. I've got to continue be going forward. And you don't climb with hind feet and coast at the same time. It takes some effort. And the easiest thing in the world, easiest thing. See, th this message is not, is not for sissies. Men, if you got lace on your underwear, this sermon ain't for you. <laughs> This is not for sissies. Some people are sissies. Some people are sissies. It's going to take a real man and a real woman to live this kind of life. Well, I just don't like what they've done to me, and I don't like it preaching. I just, I'm just going to quit. I just, no hinds feet. No hinds feet in that. I can find 10 reasons every day 
why I ought to quit because what somebody said about me and I, they don't like me and I just don't know and I guess I just ought to quit because they no longer like me. And I'm trying to trace. And part of that in my life is trying to trace how my mom and my dad lived. And that's going up a little bit higher. There are things people said about my mom. She continued living her life. Continued living her life. They was, there were people that were jealous of her, that didn't like her attitude of, of we're going to get this thing done, and no matter what anybody says against me or whatever, that don't matter. I'm going forward. That's what's in me. That's what's in me. If you think... Some long-faced Christian that ain't won anybody since the Carter administration, if you think I'm going to let them dictate to me what my Christian life ought to be, you flat out wrong. I'm going to climb higher. I've had good examples set for me, and I intend to climb higher. Would you bow your heads, please? Father, we thank you, God. We praise you for your love for us, for your forgiveness for us. And God, how that there are times in my life where you can straighten me out. And I am thankful, Lord. I am thankful that I haven't kicked against that. But I've been willing to let your Holy Spirit and your forgiveness birth something great within my life. Help me, Lord, not to kick against what you're wanting to do in my life, but help me to trace and to follow through. In Jesus' name. It's all for you. It's all for you. 
It is our prayer that you have been blessed as you've listened to this message. If you would like to become a partner with this ministry, please contact us here at Orchardville Church. You can visit our website at orchardvillechurch.com or you can contact us by phone at area code 618-835-2677.